These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes. I'm John Eulett, along with... Favaz. Hi, John. Hey, today's interview is not one that was done by Favaz or myself. And uh, this one goes back to, I want to say, 82-ish, somewhere in that area. Second week in a row. Really? Yeah, because last week we did Neil Peart. Which, that was done by Gary Colander. Oh, that was 81. That was 81. So, yeah. So, two same. weeks in a row. Yeah. And um, it, it's done by uh, a guy who used to work here, Jack Silver. We did one of his other interviews earlier. Um, and he's talking to David Freiberg, who was a longtime member of Jefferson Airplane and Jefferson Starship. And in the s- late 60s and early 70s, when throughout the 70s and into the early 80s, Jefferson Starship was a powerhouse band. They were, definitely. Yeah. You know, and we love Grace Slick. We've had her on mm-hmm. a couple times, three times, in fact. Um, Paul Kander. And, and Paul Kander. We've had Marty Ballin on this program before. Yeah. And uh, it's just, uh, you know, they were one hell of a good band. Yes. So, so uh, let's... Uh, Let's go into this interview that, that Jack is doing, and he's interviewing him in a very casual style here because it was not on the air, right? but he was interviewing him for something else that Jack would do with these artists. He'd take their comments, and he'd do what was called a weekend rock report, right. and he'd build a story around what these artists were, were answering as, as far as his questions go. So it's it's kind of loose, but it's... Uh, yeah, he was part-time, wasn't he, John? Yes. Jack was a weekend uh, person here and, and did a lot of uh, <laughs> special projects. Let's put it that way. Never mind. All right, go ahead. Uh, Here we go. Okay, basically now I'm going to ask you some questions and... I'll try to answer them. I'll try to answer them. (laughs) Uh, I'll ask you some questions and you answer the interview. Well, yes. Very good, Jack. Um, Be the ideal thing. And then if you could possibly uh, go ahead and speak up some because it seems like we're talking all the way to San Francisco or something. I don't know. You're talking to L.A. right now. Oh, L.A. It's okay. Is the connection good enough? You want me to uh, no, I tell you, this isn't bad, but it's, it's, it's especially good when you speak up and uh, kind of really okay, I'll put, my, uh, put your mouth right on that, baby. Mouth right on the old mouth. That's what she said. Yeah, that's, right, that's what, what he said. All the way to L.A. Oh, hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have to ask the first question, and I hope this doesn't get the interview off to a <laughs> rumbly start. But <laughs> Why ask it? <laughs> Yeah. One of the basic things about interviews, unless you're really, really, really short on time, there's only one question you have time to ask, and and this is it. Uh, You usually don't want to start with one that's going to get you off to a uh, kind of a negative uh, beginning with uh, a... Yeah, because they could be a jerk for the rest of the interview. Yeah, it's like right away, oh, I don't like this guy. So let's see what that question is. Why was Ainsley Dunbar fired? Who says Ainsley Dunbar was fired? Ooh. Okay, now explain who Ainsley Dunbar yeah, Ainsley Dunbar was the drummer. He was a drummer in Journey. Mm-hmm. Then he became the drummer in Jefferson Starship. And both those bands were out of San Francisco, so they all knew each other, and that's how they kind of you know did that. And, and Ainsley Dunbar is going to drum for other people, too, other well-known bands. And so was this interview done prior to his stint with Journey? No, this was after. This was after. Yeah, yeah. So he was in, he the, was in the old school journey. Yes, yes. his old school okay. journey. And a little bit into the Steve Perry yes, era as well. Maybe one album. I one think album. Maybe, maybe just Infinity. Did. Yeah. I, I think, think that was so. it. Yeah. Well, that, that was the word that we received through a couple different sources. Uh, Jack had very deep, deep sources, I'm sure, here in St. Louis. Yeah, he was only part-time. <laughs> <laughs> Up to, um, well, really, I mean, we just had a few differences of, uh, about what we wanted to, wanted to do and things, and... Um, Really, it's, it's more or less between us, and it's nothing particularly hostile or anything like that. We just all just, we just didn't like him. 
Yeah. Sometimes it would be better to go around different ways. I see. And, and I, you know, that's oh. about as much as I can say about it. Okay. Oh, it's, it's interesting. No one can talk. All right. It's interesting. Nobody can talk. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I sure appreciate it. He was a wonderful drummer. You can turn the tape back on. Okay, well, we have it back. Oh, he stopped the tape there. I wonder why that dropped out like that. He must have stopped the oh. tape and said, hey, sorry. He probably apologized for You're getting right. into it right away. Jack was a nice man. He was. He didn't yeah. want to offend anybody. You know? yeah. And for that. Yeah, he, I mean, Ainsley's a great drummer, and uh, it was a pleasure playing with him for, all, for the years that we did. And I wish him the best. Okay. I'm sure he'll go onward and upward. Um, sure. Um... Replaced by Don Baldwin? Donnie Baldwin, yeah. Okay, um, how did he fit into the Starship? Well, Mickey knew him from when they both played in Elvin Bishop's band when Elvin uh, did uh, Fool Around and Fell in Love. Mm. And since then, he's, uh, I think he's done some playing with Pablo Cruz, and he's played with uh, Tom... Pablo Cruz, I remember that. Remember, what was that? Kate, did they, they have a Cage Classic? Uh, we played them uh, very briefly, but they went pop so quickly. What, what was, was that Pablo song? Cruz, uh, oh, you're making me look it gotta, up. I gotta look All it up. Right. Pablo Cruz, yeah. All right. It was a pretty good size hit they had, too. I'll roll the table. It you was. Go. Good. Yeah. Johnson, ex of the Doobie Brothers. And um, when we were uh, trying drummers out, he sat down, and it was obvious that he was the one right from the beginning. <laughs> he could beat his skins better than anybody else. I can hey, tell you that hey, right hey, now. Hey, hello. That's, that's two of them. Yeah. Right playing with us. Right. And, uh, we just actually played our first live concert with him last night, and it worked beautifully. Good. Felt real good, real good. All right. Um, and on top of that, he's a great singer, which we'll take advantage of eventually, I'm sure. As if the Starship doesn't have enough strong vocalists, add another one. Oh, well, huh? no, we got another one. He sounds an awful lot like Mickey. Oh, <laughs> no. Gosh. Wow. Yeah, they had Mickey Thomas and they had Grace Slick yeah. and uh, Marty Ballin. Guy. Didn't they have Marty? At this time, they might not have still had Marty, but huh. uh, yeah, Marty Ballin was tremendous. Maybe mm. that we have to, we have to, as we go into the interview here, maybe we'll pick up some clues as to when exactly this interview took place. Right. <clears throat> All right. Um, a, a band with the with the history of the Jefferson Starship, um, a, a reputation like that has its pros and cons. Do you feel pressure, like with each new album, that, hey, you know, you guys are a super group and you really have to deliver a super album? I, I, it seems to be getting easier. I don't know why. We had a, a, a plethora <laughs> of material for this last album. I mean, there are two really good songs, <laughs> one of them mine, that we just didn't have room for. <laughs> didn't have room for it. <laughs> one of them mine. Um, <laughs> Pablo <laughs> Pablo Cruz hit singles. What you gonna do? Went to number six. Do you remember that one? I don't. Yeah, I think so. What you? What and the title track, "A Place in the Sun," at number forty-two. The album peaked at number nineteen on the Billboard two hundred. That was a place in nineteen seventy-seven's "A Place in the Sun." Mm. Okay, um, yeah, that was. Uh, I remember that album. We had that album in the studio. And uh, what was the hit again? Um, what you gonna do? Yeah, you, and a place in the do. sun. Yeah, what you gonna do was the big hit. <clears throat> yeah. I remember it, but I can't. I can't think of it off the top of my head how it goes. But I, I do remember that title. And um, all the material was just so good. I mean, so I mean, you, you can. I mean, there's two of them that we really felt terrible about leaving off. Well, we had completely finished and mixed and everything, but you know, you get to a point where there's only so much will fit on the vinyl. Or, They're either talking about modern times or winds of change from Starship hmm. here. Hmm. That one of those two albums. Lose quality if you try to fit too much on. 
And so, I mean, no, the riots, we haven't really felt any pressure uh, from having to deliver. I mean, maybe there is pressure, but everybody's really just writing what they're writing. And, and uh, we're lucky to have so many songwriters in the group, I think. Definitely. So, I mean, it kind of takes the pressure off when you have too much. <laughs> All right. Um, as it relates to some of the individual members, possibly we could talk uh, first about the grand the grand lady of rock, Grace Slick, she kind of drifted in and out of the picture of the Jefferson Starship. I was wondering why. And well, she was not happy with, with either the way the group was heading or where she personally was heading, I, I guess I could say. And referring to her drinking problems. Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. And she uh, fired herself. I think that, I'm quoting her. She said, I fired Have you ever fired yourself, John? Yeah. Have I ever fired myself? I'm trying to think about it. Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of did yeah. one time, yeah. I quit uh, doing the ambush PA oh. <laughs> announcer job, so I kind of fired myself. I fired myself from Broadcast Center. <laughs> <laughs> I was a teacher there. Yeah. It feels better than having somebody else fire yeah. me, I can tell you that. Because that wasn't right. And she went on doing her solo career and taking care of some personal things. And... Um, towards uh, the album before this, she started feeling as though um, she belonged here, and she started hanging out in the studio, and came back, not because she had to or anything, but because she felt that it was where she belonged. That's another quote from her, but um, she just is is a part of this, and she didn't feel right not being a part of it. All right. Oh, the... I can't think of anything else to ask you. You you can tell that this interview is not done. Yeah, right. You know, on the radio. For you know, that he could edit parts out. Yeah. Yeah, he was Oh fuck. <laughs> God, this interview is so boring. How much longer is this gonna go on? I think they're talking about the album Modern Times came out in nineteen eighty one. Oh. Because Grace was not on Freedom at Point Zero, which came out in 79, and she came back for Modern Times oh, in 81. Okay. Right. Saving the new album till the end, if I may. Um, okay. Uh, so many questions to ask. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. How about, how about the, uh, the <laughs> influx of video? I, I see the Starship is becoming, uh, you know, becoming involved in a lot of video projects. Is that? As a matter of fact, I just left the video meeting. <laughs> See, I know it's killing radio. Thank you, but okay. Um, Which it did not, of course. It didn't. How do you feel that helps a band, or do you? As a matter of fact, radio killed it because yeah. the video TV channels are gone. MTV yeah, and VH1. They, yeah. It might hurt them because a person might see these videos on TV and then feel. When they come, to, when you're, when the Starship say comes to St. Louis, well, why do I got to see them? I'll see them on MTV. Do you think that oh, that's, that's a lot different? I don't think you could ever. Um, I, I, TV could never come across like a live rock show. Never really has. So you don't feel that that will deter it, from? I don't think it's a detriment to our uh, live performances. No. Next question. Yeah, I agree with him. More than anything. Because mm-hmm. I don't, you know, being. Uh, oh. Is this one of those interviews that we're going to bail on in the middle? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a lot better than watching it on television, no matter what. By all means. All right, well, let's get to the Winds of Change album that is out. <laughs> By all means. I love Jack. Winds of Change. Yeah. You know, he's talking about that record, that good record. Oh, oh. That, that has uh, 
we played Can't Find Love yeah. today on yeah. the Casey Morning Rock show. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, what a great song. Yes. Yeah. Just barely out at this time, but isn't. Oh, so it's, this is 82. This is Winds of oh. Change. Oh, okay. Okay. LP. Winds of Change. Does that concern the, the starship, or is that a kind of a comment on uh, on the world as as a whole? Very good question. Hey, now that's a good question, Jack. Absolutely. Huh. Well, I, I think it's more global than, than regional. <laughs> okay. Right. More global than regional. Hmm. hmm. 82. Oh, I guess maybe uh, 82. What was going on in 82? Cardinals won the World Series. Was that why? I guess that's what happened. <laughs> Change the world. Um, I mean, you know, the lyrics speak for themselves, really. Okay. I mean, it, it's not particularly. Yeah, yeah. And why can't you figure it out is what he's saying. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> Come on, help him, help the guy out. Answer his question. Give him some meat. No, no personalities weren't involved. So, so that was just kind of a comment overall. Yeah. How about that cover art? A tremendous. Nice. Yeah, beautiful cover art. Who does that? Who decides it? Etc. Oh, we all have a big fight about it. <laughs> the, the cover of the album is uh, it's it is very colorful. It's yeah, a, like, it's like cool. The, the, the planet Saturn with mm-hmm. the ring around it, and a and a look like a wolf, wolf. howling at it. Mm-hmm. And it really is a nice cover. Yeah. Jack's right about that. Yeah. <laughs> Sit around the table and argue for a uh, while. We we work with an art director, uh, Rod Dyer and Associates, uh, who came up actually came up with the basic concept of that, and then we uh, badgered them till they got it about like we liked it. It still isn't quite like we wanted it. But it's real close. Yeah, well, that uh, that's a classy... The concept is great. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It looks good. Yeah, it definitely does. Do you? Would you have to say that, that uh, an album cover is pretty important? Uh, give, give me a, a reaction to the importance of a strong album cover. Do you feel like... We've always thought that it was fairly important. I mean, we've always... Another good question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God, it's two in a row, John. Yeah. As good of artwork as, as it could be, to be strong, but... Um, I'm not all that sure that it's that important. I think it was- somebody came in the room. Did you hear that? Did you hear the door squeak? No, I didn't. Yeah, and he paused. Could be to be strong, but um. Did you hear the door squeak? I'm not I didn't. All that sure it got that it's a, that it got it attention. That's why he paused. Huh? Oh, you mean uh, David paused? Yeah. Oh no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't I, I thought Jack. I, I thought yeah. somebody. Just one more time for the hell of it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yes. okay, I did hear it there. Yeah, <laughs> really well, he came in the, the room. What's on the uh, vinyl is what's really important. Oh, yeah, I was just... But, uh, I guess it helps as, a, as, a, as an inducement for somebody to, if, they, if it looks good, they're more likely to pick it up, I guess. Oh, by the way, and I'm playing this back on reel-to-reel tape. That's mm-hmm. why you're hearing the clicking noise yes. back and forth. This interview is still on tape and sounds good. And I forgot to clean the heads before I put this thing on here, though, the playback yeah. heads. Yeah. That th- it's you yeah. know last week's was reel to reel too and it was same thing it yeah. was good yeah you know it helps on those in store displays it feel good though just to have it look have it look like we wanted to mm-hmm. all right let, let's talk about the starship on the road already uh, oh. we're just starting that out okay where where what kind of plans do you have for a fall t- fall tour and hopefully do they include St Louis I think they do uh-huh. uh, hang on a second <laughs> just a second let me get up my little calendar here yeah. I know I have one here somewhere. Oh, boy. seems to me I saw a St. Louis in there somewhere. It's a tentative date. Now, I guess I can't guarantee this. Okay. 
I hope we're on, I hope we were on there because <laughs> you just wasted a lot of time if we're not. Oh yeah, yeah, really. Uh, off that album, Winds of Change, "Can't Find Love" was the most well-known mm-hmm. song of it, and then there was another secondary song called "Black Widow." That some yeah, people that's yeah, that's a good song too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city sure hopes so. November. I had heard rumblings of the last week in November. Mm, I have rumblings of about the 18th. Uh, right. Let's fight about it. Come on. Well, that's about the last week in November. <laughs> that sounds I think like a it's good one. I'm not for sure with it. Absolutely for real. We're doing three um, three California gigs right now, and then we're having a couple of weeks off. We're just testing out, you know, our stage setup and everything like that. And we have we did one last night. And we have one tonight and one tomorrow night. And then we'll work out some more kinks. And then we'll about the end of this month we're going to start out in Chicago, but I think then, then we'll work our way back. I see. Are you back t- to the east and then back out again. Are you t- <sighs> Wake up and go to sleep there. Taking anybody, like last time it was a 38 special, as I recall, opening shows. I'm not sure what's going to happen by St. Louis, but uh, we are actually going to do some more gigs at 38 special this year. Oh, tremendous one-two punch. Uh-huh. Uh, we love playing with them because we, I mean, Nobody steals anything from. I mean, you know, <laughs> we, we compliment each other rather than. I, 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 we always found that we were out actually watching the, them play, and they were always there watching us play. So oh, that's, that's nice. unusual. Usually, everybody stays in the dressing room, doesn't care about anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you mentioned you like touring with Thirty Eight Special. Yeah. I would imagine there's a band or two that you just don't like touring with. Who? Ooh. Come on, come on, give us some good. Yeah, come yeah. on, yeah. We better have a good answer. Um. Anybody? No, uh, he, he wants to say uh, something. He, he does. Particularly. Yeah. No, I, I couldn't think of anybody. Ah, ah bullshit. Looking for a little dirt there. <laughs> bullshit. There's <laughs> a dirt But I don't know. Generally, um, we're looking for support rather than, I mean, you know, you'd find it hard to get us to open for somebody, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Getting you to open for somebody? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, don't be doing no. If you're opening shows, uh, I'd be I'd be wondering about that. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, you personally, David. I was okay. one, and I'm sure you'll probably enjoy that. Uh, maybe you can fill our listeners in as it relates to uh, you know what you do to relax out there. You live in the Bay Area, or yeah, we all do. Okay, what do you do to relax when you're not uh, when you're not dealing with the hectic life of of a rock star? I hang out with my kids. Hmm. I do a lot of physical exercise. Oh. Uh, work out in the gym. I play music. Hmm. Really? Even when just to relax a little yeah, bit? I like sports. Mm-hmm. I watch I watch too much football on television. Not anymore, though. Huh? Uh, not lately. What, what do you mean? They still have football. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, I but... watch... Oh, was the strike? Was the strike uh, going I guess on? The, uh, in 82. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Baldwin, Wallace, and Wittenberg. <laughs> oh, no. The, the Canadian stuff or whatever it is? Oh, my The CFL? Way. Yeah, CFL. Well, I don't think I'd do it again. Well, I would assume then you're a San Francisco 49er fan. Yeah. All right. All I'm right. actually still a Raider fan, even though they moved to L.A. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, is it, though? Well, really, that ought to just about do it. Hey, oh, he's right. And again, uh kind of sound as up as you can. Oh, he's setting him up to do the promo announcements for the radio station now. Uh, hi, this is David Freiberg. Well, let's hear one of them, just to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> you sound it. Hey, this is David
David Freiberg from the Jefferson Starship, and you're listening to the station, the Rock St. Louis, KC95. Okay, he did, he did it. Hey. All, all right. right. And why don't we go ahead and get a... Uh, Birthday. Why don't we go ahead and get a uh, Winds of Change. <laughs> oh. Reference. Ooh. Mm. 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 What am I going to say I think this? about that. Yeah, what am I going to say? Oh. I'm trying to put my mind in yeah, the right yes. frame. Let's see, as oh. the winds of change blow... Oh, Listen to KG95 and feel the breath of the music. Hello there, this is David Freiberg from the Jefferson Starship, and here is a cut from our latest album, Winds of Change, on Real Rock Radio, KC95. Wow, I would say that was pretty professional. And I'm rolling on that as well. All right. All right. Are we finished? Yeah. Hi, this is David Freiberg. What's that? One more. Starship X of Quicksilver Messenger Service. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in Quicksilver, man. Another San Francisco-based band. I'd like to wish KC95 a most wonderful 15th birthday. 15. Wow. Wow. Awesome tape here. Okay, so there you go. He's got some other interviews on this tape, too, that we might be uh, interested in doing. Billy Squire. He's got Billy Squire on here? Yeah. And uh, Rusty Young of Poco, the late Rusty Young. We've got to do Billy Squire. Yeah, we'll do that Have soon. to. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do that soon. Yeah. All right, there you go. Anything else uh, about David Freiberg you want to mention here, other than he's uh, still alive? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Paul Kantner's passed away from the starship, as is Marty How Ballin. old is that dude, David Freiberg? David Freiberg, he's probably in his uh, mid-70s. Huh. Early, early to mid-70s. F-R-E-I? Yeah. Berg. Some American people say Freiburg, but it's Freiburg. And he was also a part of the uh, Kantner Freiburg uh, um, slick group that did uh, yeah, from the album the Baron. Board. Yeah, Baron von, uh, Baron von Tollbooth and the Chrome Nun was the album. And yeah. Across the Board was the song that Grace Slick was asked about. And in the interview we did with her on on uh, the Casey tapes, and she responded, "That song is about sex." Yeah, that was it. Flat. She <laughs> She's he is eighty three years oh old. Oh my god, he's going to be eighty three this year, you know, and he lives in Boston, or he's from Boston, Massachusetts. Um, well, of course he is, because because Grace Slick is eighty, and and wow. all those guys, we, we you know they they go way way back. They were you know they were in their twenties in the sixties. So yeah, yeah. There's 70s, his pictures. 80s, 90s, his picture when he was a young guy, right there. Yeah, yeah. big old head of hair, right? right. Big yeah, old curly he did. Head of hair. He did. So there you go. And if All you right. want, yeah, if you want to find out anything else about uh, David Freiberg, um, you just uh, go when Dude Favaz did and Google it. You see the yeah, guy. Yeah, that internet is a. Uh, it's, it's a pretty amazing. cool thing, John. It's an amazing thing. It, uh, it, it's going to work. Yeah, yeah, and you'll see that he was a pretty instrumental guy in rock and roll. <laughs> All right, I'm John Hewlett. You can follow me on Twitter at STLU Man on Instagram. I'm Johnny Hewlett. Hey, see you next week. AMF. The Casey Tapes with You Man and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.